Buenos Nachos, amigos, and welcome to Hali Juku, a East Asian pop culture podcast of good times and frivolity. For, I, I don't know. I'm Peter Ray of your man window plan. Here with me is my attacking partner, my partner, Graham, my left man, my left hand, my right with the right hand of doom. Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How are you doing, Kaz? I am doing exceptionally good. Yes. Been a strange, strange week. Yes. Uh, we've, we've had a couple weeks since our last episode, but we're here. We finally gathered to talk about some East Asian pop culture. Of course, we start off every episode talking about what's new, what's caught our attention since we last <laughs> gathered. Kaz, what, what, what's new? What's going on? Um, all right, so this first one I'm going to just move through really quick. It's not amazing. It's not great. I actually had a hard time just choosing uh, between two openers. It was the newer G-Friend song or the 17 song. Um, I went with the 17 song because I, I like it a little bit more, but I don't know. I just felt like both of them from two groups that I, I kind of like that I think live within the k-pop bubble really well and somehow do things that are within it still really good uh so 17 is one of those groups g friend is one of those groups but yeah uh 17 with oh my uh i i like it it has it has oh some my. moments that i just think are are kind of weak um but i overall i just think it's a, a, a pretty good track yeah, it, it, it's a really good. I think so, uh, Seventeen is a group that uh, doesn't necessarily... It, it, it's it's hard for them to do wrong. Uh, they're pretty consistent. I think uh, this is a really solid mm -hmm. track. Uh, it's not spectacular, but it's really solid. Uh, and I think it just kind of falls within like the their consistency, I would say. Yeah, definitely. They definitely like it, it falls right in there with just like a very inline 17 track. Nothing, nothing exceptional, but just you know, something you would expect from them. And it's it's good, um, but it's just not, it's not their best. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's I think that's where it lives. Uh, moving forward. next, next, yeah, next track, uh, from my boy Tigri. Uh, featuring Mino, uh, where are you from? Here's my thing. I'm from Miami. <laughs> Highly empathetic. Um, I like this song, but it is definitely a song that only plays in a very particular thing, and that's in clubs. This is definitely a club song. This is definitely just to make you dance and nothing else this is not like this is and and i i think he's kind of trying to play up the funny he's done that before in a few tracks yeah. where he tried to play up kind of the funny bit it's not <laughs> like <laughs> it's like not it, it misses the mark so much for me in in some places and it's... i I don't know. It it <laughs> the song is fun, right? The song yeah. is a good kind of club track. I I think yeah. they hit the mark there. I think on the comedy part, it kind of is lacking. Um, <laughs> so I don't really know where to where to where to put it. <laughs> I would say so. I would say honestly, what it feels like. God damn it! That that, that Donald Trump impersonator, not the best. Uh. They just got whatever white guy they could get. It's like, well, no, 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 like not even that. Like that's fine, like, right? Because I think I think if you play it up in the right way, not having not having a good, you know, impersonator can be funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I but, think uh, it just misses the mark because it doesn't really give you a payoff in any other punchline. Yeah, no, and and I think like, the main thing, and what I was gonna say is that. I think it, it feels like this video and the song feels like if, if people at YG were going like, fuck, Psy left. Um, yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do? Where are we going to get those like 
those club bangers with the really silly videos that are really funny and like get viral and shit. And like, oh, we're gonna, we're, we're, we're gonna get that. We don't have Psy. And Sungri was like, hold my towel. Uh, mm-hmm. I also feel like, I, I also feel like very slightly, very slightly, something I've noticed uh, more and more recently in his pushing of like, hey, I run businesses. Hey, like, I'm, I'm a really cool guy. I'm a really good club promoter, like like on his social media shit. Yeah. I feel like slowly but surely he's trying to take over YG. It's trying it's trying to do it like from the from like the inside out. Like Yeah. Uh, I in, feel like my man's going for like yeah, I feel like he's going for like a hostile takeover that's not hostile, but it, we've still taken over, but like ha 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 joke 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 no but for real though i'm pushing you out and i'm trying to take this shit for me <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I feel like there's these subtle little things that he's doing where he's just like yeah no i'm, I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying i'm trying to trying to sneak this shit <laughs> like take it division by division yeah like, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to slowly build something for me and my boys when they come back <laughs> yeah uh yeah i think it, it, it's gonna be hilarious it's gonna be hilarious when he uh, slowly but surely starts you know he'll start to start with accounting and then like <laughs> yeah you know he'll take he'll take and then he'll take over a studio at a time like uh, like and by that i mean like literally recording booth at a time like suddenly recording booths <laughs> are right. changing like, the you, passcodes did you write your name on that yeah <laughs> He'll change the passcode. Suddenly, YG needs to visit the recording studio. Tries to use his passcode, and suddenly it doesn't work. It's like, and then suddenly he walks up. And is like, no, I, I got you. I got you. Do, 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 do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, you need to get in that room. I need to be in there. Do you have clearance for that? I don't think you have clearance for that. <laughs> like, I'm gonna have I'll to call security. <laughs> um, all right, one. but last but not least, this is kind of the big track of the week for I think for me and Petey, uh, myself included. Um, this, this, this hits me in a lot of different ways. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to give homage to the track real quick. So it's Simon Dominic, um, called Mino J Park. Uh, it's just like a really quick little video of him laying the track, uh, in the studio. Um, but I think the thing is paying attention to the track itself. Cause when I first saw it on the wire, I think people kind of, kind of instantly took it and thought it was a diss track real quick. Um, yeah. And then, and then I think once that dust settled and everybody listened to it, they were like, yo, is he going to be all right? Like, <laughs> is he in his feelings? What is happening? Like, it's more like a self um, track. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I, so, so this is something I've, I've come to the awareness of very recently. So like I said, I'm going to talk about this track. So in this track, Simon talks about, about like how, everything was going great. You know what I mean? The, the, the creation of AOMG and all this other shit and feeling like he was getting back on his grind and then doing this work with somebody that he thought was pushing him. You know what I mean? Like having, having that, that friendly competition, but having somebody next to you who's doing really great. So it makes you want to do better and all this shit. And then he kind of, got to this point where he rested on his on on the accomplishments that he had so far but that that's not where he wanted to be he didn't just want to be the ceo he didn't just want to be you know that guy he didn't just want to sit back and and earn profit off of everybody else he wanted to be working too he wanted to be doing all these things he had all these aspirations of pushing forward and being a bigger and better you know, rapper and having a bigger and better career and doing all these things and pushing forth his music. But he kind of rested on the fact that he was the CEO of AOMG. And in your, in his head, he's like, yo, I thought that was enough. And then I look at my boy who initially, you know what I'm saying? Like I helped him come up and then we were going together and then he just fucking blew past me. And it wasn't like, oh, I resent that. It's like, oh shit, it made me realize I'm sitting on my ass. It made me realize I'm sitting on my hands. And this is something like I've been reading about and and just coming to lately where 
not even in the greatest success, right? Because you could say being the CEO of your own label is, is a great peak of success. But just in these moments where you're going through something and you work really hard and you hit a pillar, right? You hit a, you hit some, a foundation that you lay in the ground. And rather than, rather than sitting there and looking at it and admiring it, you keep going. And what happens to a lot of people is you put these pillars in the ground, you, you lay your stake in the ground and you spend too much time admiring it and you don't keep pushing for your goal. Um, and I, I, that's what, to me, a lot of this is for, for Simon Dominic, like he, he, he hit a pillar in life of something that he wanted to accomplish. He accomplished it, but he sat around and worshiped it too long. Um, and then when he realized what happened, like everything else was so far beyond him that he wanted to accomplish. So I love this cause this is something like a lot of people I I've watched on YouTube have been talking about this take a step back to take a step forward. So he's doing this whole thing now. So he put out this track, which like, I love this whole concept that this track in a sense is his resignation letter as yeah. CEO, because he's like, I'm not doing what I need to do. And having this flag, holding this flag of being CEO of AOMG is keeping me from doing those things. So I'm going to take the step back and give up that title so that I have something to work for. Yeah. So I just I just find that shit like like that that hits me, man. Like that that's something that hits me in a spot that just makes me want to work harder when yeah. somebody does some shit like that. Yeah. I think it, like a big part of it is like it was like basically a song about his wake up call and realizing, well, I've I've never mm -hmm. I, I hasn't really been that much of a CEO and like it, it there's been a big gap between me and Jay Park and like I've kind of been stagnating when it comes to my own music. Uh, I've, yeah. I haven't really been keeping up. Like, you know, even in the, even, it haven't really felt like the boss. Like, uh, and, and like, he's realizing that, that it's, it's held him back as an artist uh, and what he wants to do as a rapper. And now he's deciding, well, you know what? I'm, I'm not Jay Park. This is not my. This is not my lane. This is not my place to be. I have a, have other. Mm -hmm. I have other. I have another path. I have another way that I'd rather go. I, I, I'm gonna step down in song form. I'm gonna resign in song form and just gonna be Simon Dominic the rapper. Simon Dominic representing AMG the way I know how. Uh, I think yeah, because like like. I, I I think to me this also is something that gives so much more credit to all the shit J Park is doing and making it look easy. You know what I mean? Like like J Park is literally the nothing to something story. You know what I mean? Like kid from from Seattle goes to an audition, gets gets a spot on a on a K-pop group like realizes that that's not really what he wants but uses that experience to 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 lay a foundation get bank um as soon as he can jumps out of it does all this other stuff to to push himself takes all this this grind and and does all that and literally literally could stop right AOMG fucking the other music label they have right but then takes a deal with Rock Nation and now is doing the nothing to something transition again in America. Like, like it, it's like the, the, the ability to have that gear to be like, yo, I built something for myself. I'm making money. I'm living a really good life. But then to go to another market and have to build a foundation all over again, like, yeah. You, you could be like, well, he has locked-in fans. Yes, he has some locked-in fans, but he has to win over radio. He has to win over TV. He has to win over all these other motherfuckers that have to give him the opportunity to win in America. Like, and, and, and still show that he can back it up. Like, and he's willing to put in that grind. Like, bro, some of us aren't willing to fucking stay an extra hour at work because... <laughs> because <laughs> we want to go home you know what i mean like so having that to get out of work is something early. special 
Some of some yeah. of us some of us take advantage of like people's unawareness of time when we clock out ten minutes early because it's more or less <laughs> close enough. Yeah. So like when you have that gear that allows you to keep going after you succeeded, you're a special kind of person. That's why I like that's why I like Jay Park. And and hopefully, hopefully, all this stuff for Simon just allows him to push further in his music because i the dude is a fucking amazing rapper like he's 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 good so hopefully this pushes forward with with him doing what he wants to do the way he wants to do it he he know jay park but he is simon d and that's something to be uh so yeah i included the uh just uh i included the the for the heck of it just an uh, an article detailing uh, some of the info on him like actually stepping down as co-ceo um and the the lyrics just a little article uh nothing major uh but yeah my tracks uh talk about some of the things that uh, caught my attention um i'm i'm doing the similarly where i'm going from i'm going up i'm actually doing it instead of uh, starting from the top down i'm going building up a hype uh like uh like you usually do um i'm gonna <laughs> start with a song uh go real quick on this one uh ashley she of ladies code uh and i'm mostly talking about because I, I love ladies code and i just kind of want to support everything that they do uh ashley finally coming out with her own solo track uh called here we are uh it is a pretty standard airy summer track uh <laughs> nothing major it's nice uh it she looks great she she dances really well she's great with her short hair uh and her voice is really nice um but yeah overall just a, like a nice track a nice summer track uh entertaining uh nothing revolutionary <laughs> and nothing like uh big time but it's really nice uh what, what, what do you think uh, I liked it. I, I, like I said, yeah, not exceptional, but I, I liked it. I thought it was fun, very summertime me. Um, you know, ma- makes you feel good and warm. I love the, I love the like style of the video. Like this is that thing that I'm talking about, right? Like the way they have her style throughout the video is so consistent, which I, I have already forgotten. There, the song we were talking about a couple of weeks ago where I was like, the fucking style was just all over the place and it just yeah. takes you out of the video. This is yeah. so consistent throughout. And I just, yeah. I love when you have that. You have a kind of consistent theme. It's summery as fuck, right? And like, by the pool, playing tennis on a field, like, with these very summer, athletic, just very fun, not super sexual, just really nice and clean fucking looks. Even down to the club look, like, yeah. And it has such a consistent theme, like so. I love shit like that. I, yeah. I love good continuity and <laughs> themes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it, it's nice. It, it, she it, and I have to say, it just solidifies Ashley is just attractive, just nice. She's just nice to look at. Uh, yeah, fantastic stuff. Uh, not much else to say. Just a really good track. So keep it up, Ashley. Uh, also, answer is really good too. Off, off of that little mini that you did. Uh, all right, moving on. With card, card are finally back, and I'm always gonna talk about card. It's just, it's just the standard. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I really like this track. I think I liked it a little bit more than the the Ashley track. Again, it's another summer, uh, tropical infused track. Uh, Fucking island okay. beat, bro. We can't get away from it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Korea, Korea wants to vacation in all the islands, uh, all the tropical islands uh, that they could find, uh, and it it works for them. This is their sound. This is their style. Uh, you hope yeah. that they eventually find a different as a kind of an evolution of this. Uh, but they still can keep putting solid entries into the style. Uh, you get a little bit more singing from Jacef. Uh, you get more, a little bit more rapping from, uh, G, uh, uh, which, which I like and it it works well. You know, Soman sounds fantastic. Uh, the ladies uh, will probably enjoy, uh, the shirtless BM shirtless big Matthew. Yeah. (laughs) In there. 
Uh, so you gotta, you know, gotta give everybody what they want. Uh, and overall yeah. solid track. I just love how well this group is working. Um, cause it's, it's a concept we've talked about before they came out. And we, we were just not very, like, sure it would play. So I'm just, like, on that, I'm just glad that it, it, it's playing really well. So, like, that makes me happy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think overall, just a, a pretty solid track. Uh, enjoyable. So go check it out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, now we get into, like, the bigger hype tracks, uh, the, the songs. A couple of songs that I really enjoyed. Uh, Hyorin. Uh, with a follow-up track to her to her Dali, uh, with her song CC, uh, Bado Bora Gare, Bado, Bado Bora Gare, or just CC, as in seeing the sea. Uh, this is so it, it's it's similarly summer themed. Yes, uh, there's a difference in style though. There's enough of like a nice variation in that it incorporates a very kind of like. 80s sound in there uh into the tropical uh like undertones uh and it works really well the 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 song is nice and it's a nice song to kind of like jam to uh her vocals are fantastic she kind of goes for a very airy like like (laughs) like very hyorin-esque like a very airy singing that i think works really well and has a nice like feel to it uh and yeah. it works well for the song and then like also the visuals are fantastic uh she looks great she she's showing off that body she's been working hard for that summer body she's yeah. been working hard for and she's unapologetic about it she's also there's something to be said about her always with Yorin being unapologetically tan skinned and and muscular <laughs> which is in for which is you know not not weird to say for us, but for K-pop and Korea, for her to just own that is pretty fantastic. I think uh, it's for, for a lot of factors. Also, the contribution by N- Nicole Kirkland's dance crew uh, is fantastic, and it's been cr- pretty cool to watch them accompany her to actual like music shows in Korea. Uh, and it's been kind of a fun dynamic and they even have a dance practice up uh, with them which is fun and kind of cute uh but yeah what what did you think has i enjoyed it i uh i'm i'm kind of liking healing's style and like the stuff that she's putting out didn't enjoy the vaseline cam uh <laughs> and the fucking jj abrams fucking lens flares but like other than that just because i'm, I'm kind of over that that style like yeah i'm putting vaseline on your fucking lenses shit is hard to get off um yeah. but other than that i i i enjoyed it i enjoyed the visual i enjoyed the song yeah i think overall really well made song uh and i'm i'm looking forward to more from hyorin kind of like owning her career uh and it's pretty fantastic Speaking of people becoming CEOs of their own companies and like just taking over their careers, uh, she's been yeah. pretty fantastic at it. Uh, but yeah, now we get into another icon by the with the starting with the letter H. Uh, in fact, three people starting with the letter H, thus forming the group, uh, the project group Triple H, uh, and they're back with their song Retro Future. Uh, this is speaking of like a retro sound this is a very nice like retro inspired like a like old you know has some uh old school sounds it has a very obvious uh sample uh literally samples the message (laughs) in there which is which is in and of itself kind of a daring proposition uh but i think it, it for a song that is actually really cool really fun really well made uh it's catchy uh if you know it it's repetitive it like the the chorus is repetitive but i think it works um i think it a lot of it, it just kind of like has this like uh playfulness uh mm-hmm. and it's like sexiness that works really well um i think yeah a lot of it just kind of just 
is built really well. Uh, what, what do you think? Uh, I liked it. I liked the video a lot, which which kind of maybe won the song over a little bit more for me. Um, and fucking, you know, I love Hiena. <laughs> like, yeah Hyuna is always a win for me yeah Hyuna Hyuna is her attitude and her persona is just so fantastic uh and the way she owns it is just so fantastic and the way she's like the the, the way that you like it's two guys and a girl and you know the girl's in charge <laughs> like, like <laughs> this is this is Hyuna's project and she brought on along brought along to to the dudes from Pentagon to, to be part of it. Uh, like that's really what it comes down to. Um, it's, it's pretty fantastic. And, and I think, uh, on that respect, I think works all works really well. Uh, so yeah, Hannah's, I love Hannah. She's so sexy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Retro future. Go check that out. Um, all right. Now we get to the headlines. So that, that's it for what's new. We get over to our headline segment. So join us on the flip side as I press these two buttons. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our headline segment where we talk about some topical topics. Things going on in the world of East Asian pop culture, some some shenanigans and shinoligans. Uh we're gonna get we're gonna get we're gonna get downright criminal. I think with because of these headlines, this is a very like uh, outlawish uh, headline segment. This uh, this episode, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, shenanigans going on. Uh, let's get down to it. Uh, one-on-one fan sign admins throw hands and shed blood and fight a recent Malaysia concert. Uh, at one-on-one's concert in Malaysia recently, an actual fight broke out between Chinese and Korean fan sites that led to actual bloodshed. Who's at fault for the mess? <laughs> Depends on who you ask, I guess. But most importantly, they had video of shit going down. Uh, this is, of course, uh, on AsianJunkie.com, as you can tell by the tone of the article. Uh, there's some pictures. There's also a video of the incident, uh... You can check out. This is like some back and forth. And they're just damn. Yeah, they're throwing hands. Uh, yeah. You're gonna catch these hands, man. Uh, it, it, another another incident of uh, another incident of like more craziness when it comes to surrounding one on one. And it's not surprising <laughs> at this point. Yeah, yeah. Fans are just crazy at this point. We know they're crazy. They're gonna continue to be crazy. Um, and there's just at this point, it's like there's almost no controlling it. Um, I think what you have to do is just take really hard stances as the label and production um, management and shit like that, and just literally. I, because you can take the stance of telling these people that they're not fans, I think that's just what you do, right? That's the, really the only thing you t- can do. That's really the only power you can have, right? Is you can be like, you're not fans of this. Like, like we may not be able to to keep you away from it, but you do not represent the fans of it, right? Because when you tell those people that, when you when you really legitimately are like, you don't represent the the actual fandom of this thing those people in their heads will still try to circulate. No, we are the fans of this and we are the true fans of this thing. But when you disavow them, because that's, that's really the only way you can control them. Some of them will be like, will take a step back and be like, Oh shit. Like, like, what am I doing? Um, and other ones will just live in their, in their crazy fantasy worlds where like, they feel like they're representing how they should be. Oh, here fucking G squad. <laughs> fucking fighting like on site with people <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> yo we on they on site they on site i'm just letting you know some of these girls right now they on site they see that bitch they don't give a fuck where they at school walmart fucking out out with their mama getting ice cream it's on site you just fighting as soon as you see them like that's just what it is 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. We throwing hands. We throwing down. Uh, mm-hmm. Throw them bows. Uh, blood in, blood out. <laughs> That's how it is out in these streets. Blood in, blood out. Fifty-one fifty or whatever the fucking fucking gangbangers that'll go to a concert and just fucking be chill because they like yo I I want I came to see this concert though like yo me too like later 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 fuck I know I know we got beef but fucking I I want to check out this J Cole concert fuck that yeah you don't come on tour too too often I I paid like two hundred dollars for these tickets. I'm not missing this J. Cole concert. Well, yo, chill out for the day, man. We on site later. We on site tomorrow. All right, on on site tomorrow. As soon as I see you, it's on. <laughs> uh, I didn't include it, but I could. I forgotten to include it. But uh, there was also the fact that one on one's agency start a, one uh, this headline. One on one's agency asks Sasings to stop dangerous and inconsistent behavior. Yeah. Because asking nicely, you know, you know how asking nicely works. One on one's agency, mm-hmm. Swing Entertainment, has released a firm statement against saucing behavior. Uh, Swing Entertainment posted an official statement on one on one's Twitter ac- account asking saucings to refrain from dangerous and inconsiderate behavior while the group is on its world tour. The agency requested not only that they respect the privacy of the one on one members, but also to take into consideration the ordinary travelers that sh- who share the hotels, airports, and roads used by one on one during the group travels. Um, in addition to emphasizing the importance of safety statement of specifically mentioned that the saucing behavior was causing both members a great deal of stress and tarnishing one one's public image. Uh, swing entertainment also addressed a recent controversy over what some have claimed to be photos of the one-on-one members hotel room. The agency clarified that the photos have been circulating online are not in fact photos of the members rooms and further, it further explained that it would be impossible for Saucings to take such photos. Um, there's been like, and, and it goes on and on. There've been like things like uh, people paying money to get information about what floor or room they're staying in um, and things like that. And like, of course, like rolling in vans following the, the group. And it's like, why <laughs> yeah like, no it's yeah. it's like bro w- when you're a fanatic you're a fanatic you know what i mean and i i like i'd have to dig really really deep um and then the fact that nobody's done this yet i don't i don't, I don't know if it exists but like i don't feel like 101 or their management or their label or their production championed this at any point i feel like they've always been on the side of trying to be like yo this is not the shit we want you know what i mean like and 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 trying to champion like good behavior but i feel like at this point they're so constantly trying to negate bad behavior that they just don't know what to do they don't know how to handle it at this point you know what i mean like like what else can they do but constantly put out like letters and statements and 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 things like that telling these people to stop acting like asses you know what i mean like i think you're gonna have to start like going the legal route you're gonna have to actually make hard and fast legal steps uh yeah but see at that point they they don't want to though what do you do do that punishes one person right that doesn't somehow punish all people you know, like it, it, it's hard unless, because unless you have specific names of people, and because these fans are are so like net, you know what I mean? They're always gonna protect each other, so you're always on this uphill battle of of wanting to do those things. But like, yeah, legal action, I think, is probably one definite route you have to start to take. Um, you have to start finding ways to actually punish bad behavior. Um. You know what I mean? Because it's 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 like your mom telling you to stop climbing on something over and over again. But you know you're like, ah, whatever. You don't know what the still, fuck you're talking about. I'm I'm a I'm a fucking yeah. Like <laughs> motherfucker, do you not know who I am? Experienced climber. I know I've been on this world for five years, but I am experienced on climbing. <laughs> like, I'm not. But then once you get punished for that shit, you're like, 
oh shit, maybe, all right, maybe I should not climb on shit anymore. Fucking, she took all my shit away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Damn. like I, she took my Fortnite. You gotta have away. those moments. She locked my Fortnite account. Yeah, gotta take maybe away the Fortnite, bro. Yeah, gotta take away the Fortnite. Especially, uh, in, especially in China, you can take away everything. I know you can. Yeah, there's only so it. many proxies they can have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was rude. That was rude. Uh, I have Chinese friends. I know how many proxies they have and what they have to go through every day just to fucking use their Facebook accounts. Unnecessary. Yeah. Yes. Respect. Yes. <laughs> it's it's hard. It's hard out there for a pimp, man. It's hard out there. Trying trying to get trying to just use the internet. I yeah. feel you. Respect. Uh, but uh, speaking of legal action, speaking of legal action against bad behavior, uh, Interpol police. Uh, this is a little while ago. It's actually probably this is like a couple of weeks ago, but uh, I had, haven't seen any updates uh, yet. Uh, but I might look for for it again real quick. But uh, Interpol re- police reportedly set to make arrests in a pink bomb threat case. Uh, in well about in well about fucking time news, uh, the man the man who made constant bob threats against A Pink is reportedly set to be arrested by Interpol International Police. Uh, according to reports on July seventeenth, again a little while ago, Interpol will be soon be arresting the perpetrator, who's been discovered to be a Korean American man in his early thirties living in Canada since uh, living in Canada. Since June of 2017, he's made over 10 th- death threats, 10 death threats against Aid Pink. Uh, he's also called the police to events attended by Aid Pink on numerous occasions, falsely claiming there were bombs on location. Yeah, it got to the point where the yeah. bomb threats became such a regular thing that it was hard to keep track of exact exact, exact amount of bomb threats. Hopefully this amounts to some the end of the saga and, and whatnot. Uh, I'll, what, what thoughts did you have, Kaz? It's it's just one of those things like you're that's just pure crazy and I'm glad they were able to track this kid down and hopefully they were able to make the arrest um and and just hopefully that that goes to show other people I mean I don't I I'm I'm betting on just pure fucking crazy you know what I mean like I'm I'm hardcore betting on pure fucking crazy I'm I'm not taking the stance of attention that other people are taking. Um I'm just betting on pure fucking crazy. And and usually there is no cure for pure fucking crazy. Like but it it would it would lessen the the want for the people who would do it just for attention to not do it. You know what I mean? Like because this dude got caught. So Hopefully that that takes those people who who are like, oh, man, I'm going to do it, too, out of the equation, because that's what you want out of the equation. You want the me tos out of the equation, right? If if you can control and maintain an originator of of something and, and I'm just hoping this dude is just pure crazy, like and not just an attention seeker because it'll make other people attention seekers even if he gets caught yeah um but hopefully it lessens that that fact of wanting to be that version of an attention seeker yeah i think uh, it's hopefully you know this works out i haven't i I, I, a cursory google search did not uh return uh any further news on on like Mm -hmm. finally able to arrest them uh but I think it, it hopefully it, it's hopefully it works out in that case. Like hopefully it works out uh, as far as like yeah, preventing any more of this bullshit. Like it, it, it was it was just ridiculous at some point where it's like every single event or almost every single event you saw these like bunch of headlines where it's like Namju uh, you know at uh uh. Uh, freaking noun receiving death threats under like public events and like you know people receiving death threats and trying to just do like endorsement events and things like that and it's just like what is your deal man <laughs> like what is your deal uh 
hopefully this is enough to uh to prevent you know like you said the copycats uh, mm-hmm. but yeah like hopefully this also gives a little bit of like it, once it gets wrapped up officially you know arrests you know him taking you know getting whatever uh punishment comes to him we'll have some, some bit of closure for the girls some bit of closure for a pink uh you know they've they've kind of had you know they they've been trying to like they just came back they just had a nice little comeback with a nice track that's succeeding for them uh and then to to be able to just kind of put that away as well would be nice for them uh cuz they they are they are professionals uh and they've been they've been dealing with this crap <laughs> uh yeah i don't know i don't have much else to say just hopefully, yeah. hopefully they'll this things work out that way. Uh, speaking of crazy, crazy men, uh, seemingly, uh, rapper Iron has quote unquote disappeared. Uh, misses appeals trial after conviction for assaulting ex girlfriend twice, twice, not twice, twice. Uh, yeah. And what would be good news Which if is... were actually true, Robert Iron has seemingly vanished and has not shown up for his appeals trial after previously being found guilty of assaulting his girlfriend, uh, his ex-girlfriend. Somehow he got just probation for broken, bone, broken bones uh, and then meeting her again. Uh, so they appealed for a harsher punishment. But now he's missing. But yeah, as you were about to say. It, it's one of those things where it's always it's always weird when you you get to know somebody through the public eye right and it, it's there's just a lot of oddity you know what i mean like in something like that because sometimes you just feel like oh man you know that like i i you you only know him as an artist you know what i mean um and whatever demons they have in their personal life that cause them to do crazy shit uh just catches you by surprise. So this is one of those ones that caught me by surprise. Um, I think, I think it's, it's definitely one of those things that feels like there's a lot more here. Like, like some kind of, there has to be like drug abuse or, or something like that just pushed you know what i mean because like seemingly seemingly iron seemed like such a chill dude you know what i mean like yeah like but there are definitely some fucking demons there that that need help you know what i mean like like still a piece of shit for what he did and and take that as it is because I I always go by the law, he was fine found guilty, so so you put you you put that there. By, but by like rule and law, he is officially and legally a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, but definitely, definitely, definitely. I I want him to be caught because that dude needs some help. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like like there's something there that that somebody with with better qualifications than mother journalist and and chuckle fucks on the internet can say you know what i mean like like yeah. motherfucker needs help bro yeah. like, and also he also needs to be caught because well there's something not safe about the whereabouts of somebody who uh, an abuser the about the whereabouts of an abuser not being known <laughs> uh is not good <laughs> uh which is you know this is a scary thing uh also, yeah. it, in this all, this all also uh, on a completely minor, unrelated, irrelevant note, uh, ruins like two songs that I used to love uh, that now I can't listen to anymore. Uh, but the most important thing is he's a piece of shit, and hopefully, it, it, it's like it's, it's, this whole ordeal when it comes down to finding out about what he, you know, the abuse, uh, and him and his team. Uh, if you remember outing 
her in the most roundabout passive aggressive way where they up and like they described her in no uncertainty like oh she was this girl that was in our music video of this one time where we're basically very obviously describing one particular person who you could very easily find on the internet uh and then they're talking about her her uh like her lifestyle choices and whether those you know like if those matters it's like this whole ordeal has been like trying uh but yeah hopefully they catch the guy hopefully they find him uh and they can get this 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 trial over with and uh justice can be meted out um but yeah let's go completely <laughs> to left field and just talk about some good things. Uh, I just want to talk about this really cool little list of dramas. Uh, it's just a, a nice little list of drama fever put together uh, called 10 Dramas and Movies That Celebrate LGBTQ Relationships. Um, a couple of these are reaching a little bit, but they're still nice. They're still good shows and good movies. Uh, so it really doesn't matter. They're just really good. Uh, so we kind of go down this list yeah. and... and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a limb and I'm gonna give them half marks on some of these. Yes. Right. You reaching, you reaching. Okay. And in America, that gets you shot. So I'm just saying. Yes. You reaching. Uh, let's start with one that I think uh, I haven't seen, and I'm actually interested in checking out now, just based on description. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we are gamily. We are. Uh, uh, Gamily, Gamily, I, I think it's something like that. Uh, this beautiful Taiwanese movie broke major barriers for portraying intimate relationships between two two same-sex couples. Uh, to fulfill his mother's wish for him to marry and have children, a son is forced to enter into a marriage with a female friend, even though he has been in a steady relationship with a boyfriend. But the surprise doesn't stop there in this romantic comedy from Taiwan, where marriage equality has made great strides. Powerful storylines, tremendous acting, and massive A-plus for portraying same-sex relationships with such sensitivity. This is, I'm reading uh, verbatim from Drama Fever. Uh, so we're Gamali. Yeah. Uh, Taiwanese, which is really nice. I, I think, uh, I don't, I don't, I, we forget about the fact that these huge countries in the middle of, you know, the center of East Asia, of <laughs> mainland China, that are also making TV shows and, and dramas that are yeah. that are worth, possibly worth checking out. So things like to, I'm going to, do I even have a drama fever account at this point? I'll, I will add it to my queue. Uh, so I'm definitely gonna check that out. Did you, have you checked out much as far as like Taiwanese media or Taiwanese movies or? <laughs> no <laughs> so, maybe maybe one day we'll I'll, I'll report back in I'll, I'll i'll check it out report back in uh but yeah moving on uh the substitute uh lou has been raised like a boy by her mother as a captain of the school judo team she seemed to be tough and strong but she hides her feelings for nicole an internet celebrity girl uh, both The Substitute and We Are Gamali are directed by claims Taiwanese director Zero Chao, uh, who released the 2017 films under the theme of Over the Rainbow. Yeah. Not gonna lie. I, I had my love for a lot of internet celebrity girls, too. It's, it's cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. that's a bad joke. All right. Moving on. Moving on. This one. You can you can right. speak to we we right, you reaching so. yeah you reaching. reaching I love this show I love this show to God I love this show a lot all right this show is great you reach you reach okay you're out here, uh, you're out here reaching coffee yeah. prints sorry I said put your hands on the car what are you reaching for uh, but no uh, coffee prints yeah um but coffee prints is is a a gender bend um romantic drama where a girl pretends to be a guy to get further in life we've had a lot of these in america too um and the and the main guy starts to fall for them thinking that they're gay and they're like oh shit i'm falling for a dude and then oh no it's actually a girl and you're like oh uh, yeah i ain't gay <laughs> it's, like, it's like 
you know it, it it's nice i think the 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 fact that you know that they touched on those subjects openly on the show was nice uh and but you know it's it's still reaching but it's still you know it's a good show uh mm-hmm. in that regard this one is reaching because I think- or, this one is a good one but it's like it's one of those like so. Answer me, nineteen ninety seven is good for the fact that you had the the gay crush, but there was no proper representation because yeah, when there was the opportunity of like, oh, he's gonna get right away with his you know husband or boyfriend, he just got into a car and we not we saw nothing. It's like so, it was like oh, is this representation a celebration? No, not really, but uh, it's nice. I don't know, what do you think? Uh, I don't. I don't remember much of the Answer Me series. Yeah, and um, Answer Me 1997. It was basically like wraps around the fact that like uh, like uh, 97. Uh, 97. Uh, wraps around the fact that like Junior It's a bottle. Uh. Baro's no, not Baro's Hoya's character, Ihoan. Hoya. Okay, now I'm really, now I'm like I'm confused by the fact that Hoya now goes by his real name Ihoan Ihoan Uh, in credits, so it's weird. Uh, but basically, basically how Hoya's character got, had a crush on on the main dude, the main guy. Uh, and he, you know, it took him to like the rest the end of the show to like uh confess to him. Uh, and it was like, yay, but, you know, the main guy is still not gay. <laughs> so, thank you for liking me. So, I don't know. It's nice. Yeah. It's a nice show. And then, and that cuts into the Sansomy 1984, which, it's like, it's not even, it's not even a same-sex relationship. It's like, he thinks he might have feelings and then like at some point it's like he's one questioning his orientation and then he kisses a girl and he's like oh wait no i'm straight it's like yeah <laughs> uh it, it, it's trying to lay those seeds right it's trying to be like can we can we put that out how are you feeling about that huh we're getting letters no letters? We getting calls? Okay, we got a couple calls. All right, we're gonna pull back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah some, some, oh, some, some some pretty heavy duty calls. Uh so she's in trap, which I haven't seen, which I I, I keep meaning to check. They especially considering the fact they used uh, Love Exterior's track in the in the soundtrack. Uh, she's in the trap does have uh a an actual same sex relationship, so uh. Yeah, it's not the mainstay of the story. It's a it's a side side story, but it's it's definitely there. It's definitely strong. It's definitely well represented. Um, yeah. So, so there's that. Um, uh, it's one of those things. It's like, uh, awkwardness. Uh, again, a personal taste with Emin Ho. Uh, involves another one of those unrequited crushes. Uh, we got the lover, which kind of apparently I involves a whole lot of tension, but you know, like a lot of tension and a whole lot of like tense moments. I didn't get to finish it. I don't know if you know there was some real you know good bits, but uh, the, the apparently an iconic wrist grab scene. So if those who have seen it can report on how much it delivers, but. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the few episodes that I checked out was interesting. Uh, we had Life is Beautiful, uh, which celebrated relationships a little bit more, which we haven't seen. Uh, at least I haven't seen. I don't know about you. You, if you've seen Life is Beautiful, uh, my my watching of dramas have been pretty bad lately. Yeah, <laughs> uh, for, this one's from 2010, 
Uh, life is beautiful, celebrated in same-sex relationships with sensitivity and beauty in a way that not many older dramas and movies have. The drama of about a blended family comprised of multiple generations living on Jeju Island highlights the struggles between Yeonju and Kyungsu, whose parents are expecting them to settle down and marry soon. Two lovebirds share many awe-inspiring and even trifling moments that occur between any two people who are madly in love. Uh, so... Seems like it does a good job. Uh, the, the, and of course, this one was one uh, I kind of was a champion of for a little bit. Uh, Detective of the Sonam Girls High School uh, has that one really great, that, that, that episode where you have a true representation, a actual honest-to-goodness on-screen on, on, on kiss scene. Kind of like... Uh, Got got a lot of controversy for you know for that moment, uh, and the, with the directors backing backing his play, standing strong. Yeah, talk about like I love things like that. Yeah, like you're you're like I am representing life through art. This is life. You know what I mean? Like you you can't hide from life. Right? I'm 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 taking life and I'm showing you life. Like, yeah. like, like yeah. you, you, you can't accept everything else that is life and then not accept this because it's life. You know what I mean? And I, I love shit. Like, I love when people take stances like that, yeah. whether they agree with it or disagree with it or however they feel about it. I love someone who lives so much for representation of something when they, when that's the thing that they're showing. So I love them saying like homosexual, like we met with students who have had these kind of relationships and this is how they feel and this is what we wanted to represent so we we crafted things that would represent that because we want you people to stop being dicks yes <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, we wanted to tell their story and it's like fucking yeah. Yeah. thumbs up brother i fucking yeah. that that right there made my day i love shit like that dude i yeah. love shit like that plus it plus that plus that drama is actually a really fun it's I wouldn't say mm-hmm. drama. It's it's a fun like dramedy, had dramatic moments, but it's like very almost a little anime ish. In the you know, yeah. it's like, and and I think it, it it works really well, and I think people should check it out. Uh, it's it's funny. It it it's it's fun. Uh, has some really nice acting in it, and I think people should check out. Uh, but yeah, I know I'm gonna make a note for a couple of these movies and uh. And I, I should at some point check out Cheese and Trap. I think I tried to start it, but uh, I should uh, just plow through. Uh, but yeah, just thought I'd end the episode on a positive note. On representation. Uh, but yeah. Kaz, we now find ourselves to the end of another fantastic episode of Halijuku. What's, what's going on in your world, Kazuma? I, I can't hear you. Can't hear me. Hmm? God dang it, <laughs> Kazuma! But what's what, what's going on in your world, Bruh, Check out sports odds and ends. Uh, we're we're uh, JVZ has some shit to do, so we're off for a couple of weeks, but we're gonna come back strong. Um been talking about baseball uh i apologize Petey. um yeah. and uh all the things going on there prepping up for the nba season prepping up for the nfl season um probably going to talk about next time we come around we're probably going to talk about uh who, who your team's got in the draft who your team signed for the nfl uh in in our preps for the nfl season and in our preps for fantasy football so yeah be ready be ready to make your picks. Better know who your quarterback is. Better have your quarterback of the future. Yeah. See, hope nobody drafts your your main hopeful pick right from under you. They're talking up Sam Bradford to all your friends. <laughs> exactly. Like, have you heard of this guy, Sam Bradford? Have you heard of him? Great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Uh, Hasn't thrown a completion ever in his life. I mean, what? <laughs> Um, God, I'm still debating whether I want to even completely boycott the NFL or not. Uh, <laughs> but that's me. Yeah. 
but yeah, sportsoddsandends.com. Uh, you can, of course, find Kaz at King Kaz. I'm at PD Rave. This show is Halujuku, Halujuku.com. Kpoppodcast.com is an easier thing for you to remember to t- tell your friends. Uh, Rebelli.net for this and other, sh- other shows. Uh, well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? Rebelli TV on YouTube and other places. Rebelli TV. Uh, yeah. Find us where you find podcasts everywhere iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, Pocket Cast, all the other places. Um, until next time. Hasta los huevos. Anion. Fighting. Me no Jay Park. Why, I think you're crazy. Me no DJM. you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>